Hello and welcome to Watchpoint, Mash Those Buttons' official podcast for Overwatch and the Overwatch community. I am Jarrett and I'm here with Jason Bond. Say hi, Jason. Hello. Yes, and uh, this is one of four special edition podcasts that we're going to be doing for Watchpoint, which is kind of funny because we haven't even recorded the first episode yet. Um, but we're doing <laughs> these first four because there's been... Um, Obviously, Overwatch is in beta right now, but there's been some podcasts that have been going on for quite some time, and I feel like we need to play a little, a little bit of catch-up, you know? We need to get past the things that, you know, uh, they may have talked about in their previous episodes, but we're going to add our own spin on it. Uh, the reason why I wanted to do this podcast in the first place, because, you know, like I said, there's already a few Overwatch podcasts, but what I hear when I'm I'm listening to these Overwatch podcasts is these are are blizzard people no well, i should say it like that like it's a bad thing it's not a bad thing but these are like people who play blizzard games who play wow and maybe play heroes of the storm but they really don't it really feels like they don't know that much about first person shooters in some cases and that's not a bad thing especially because with overwatch i don't i don't know how you feel about it, jason but i do think that even if you're not into shooters you can still play overwatch Oh, yes, absolutely, to the point of where uh, my girlfriend, Kathy, she does not play shooters at all. I tried getting her to play Battlefield once and Counter-Strike, and it never worked. She saw this game, saw some of the characters, and she said it actually looked really fun to her, and she wanted to try it out. Yeah, I mean, and when you play the actual game, you see a lot of people who who do you who clearly don't play shooters but there are characters that fit people like they can do they can they can fit specific utilities yep exactly and so the, it's not it's not a it's not a bad thing if you don't play shooters however i think if you do play shooters you're at a bit of an advantage because you can use some of the other characters that, that take a bit more, uh, more skill i don't, I don't even want to say more skill but they, they, they take uh the skills that you would normally use in a shooter. Like, you would need those to have a, a strong, strong skills and, like, you know, with Twitch reactions mm. and uh, situational awareness and things like that. Oh, there's going to be very high skill gaps for some of the classes when it comes to those exact, you know, uh, types of abilities I've already seen from, you know, what I've played. Yeah, so that's why I I, I wanted to start an Overwatch podcast. Not so we, we can say the same things that everybody else has been saying, but you know, me and Jason, we play shooters. We also, we play a lot of, you know, Blizzard games and strategy games and, you know, things of that nature. I think the only thing that we don't play is WoW. <laughs> and we used to play that. Actually, no, you still play WoW, don't you? Uh, I uh, let my subscription lapse right now until uh, the next set of Monk updates go through for Legion. <laughs> okay, so but you're more recent than me. I Dude, I haven't played World of Warcraft since 2007. <laughs> yeah, definitely not that long for me. Yeah, so like, what, 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 the the goal of this podcast of Watchpoint is to give you, uh, kind of like from our point of view, the point of view of people who play, you know, shooters or c- competitive games, specifically competitive shooters in this aspect. So that's what we're that's what the goal is, and hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, the special editions that we're going to be doing are going to focus on each class. So we're going to do four of them. There, we're going to have one on attackers, which that's today, then the defenders and the tanks and the support class. So like I said, today we're, we're focusing strictly on the attack class and the five characters that are in it. Uh, the attack class, for those who have not played Overwatch, or you know maybe you've been keeping up with Overwatch, but you haven't really uh, had a chance to 
you know really dig into it. The attack class that's the class where you, these are the guys that you want pushing forward. Like they excel at pushing. You know, they excel at doing damage while on the move. You know, they can help uh you know in some cases cart. <laughs> yeah, they can, yeah, they can help push the cart. In some cases, they can, you know, on their own, they can help push forward. You know, maybe get past the the front line of the enemy and show up behind them, or completely they break can, a back line out, knock out whole healers and stuff, support classes and whatnot. Yeah, or in some cases, uh, those uh, hard to reach places, like when you have somebody playing uh, Torbjorn uh, or being a um, a Bastion, you know. You can, you, you know, Farah. She takes care of that. In my opinion, like she, she can. She's very good at taking care of those stationary uh, classes. That and, and they can actually, and it can help your entire team move forward. And attack classes aren't really for everybody. And you can see that when you play. If you've been playing beta, you will just see some people who are terrible. Like I've seen people who <laughs> people take Soldier seventy six and stay back. You know, or they take Reaper and stay back. You know, they really don't use them properly. So I want to talk a little bit about each of those characters. And oh. then, and then we'll go from there. How do you now, even stay back with Reaper? That doesn't even work. <laughs> dude, I've I've seen people like, you know, while we're pushing the uh pushing the payload, like people are just standing around the payload with Reaper. And I, I get it if somebody is close to uh, you know the payload, and you want to keep them away. But when right. there's nobody near the payload, you should be helping, you know, to clear out, you know, what's coming ahead. Exactly. So well, let's talk about Reaper while we're. Let's start with Reaper since we're we're already talking about him. All right. So, so Reaper, as a character, excels at short range and has high damage. Um, you could become invulnerable for a short time. When you kill somebody, you heal from the orbs. Uh, the enemy drops orbs, and you can heal from them. Uh, Reacher, Reaper can reach hard to reach places by teleporting, and uh, his ult is a three sixty degree assault with his, you know, dual shotguns that he's wielding. Or basically, that's what they uh, do. They say they're actually shotguns because they're basically. Uh, I've seen shotguns. varying sources say they're handguns. Other ones, they're very clearly scatter guns, short range yeah, shotguns. Yeah, exactly. They're definitely they're, they're they're not handguns. There's not there's no single projectile that comes out of them. No. Yeah, they're they're totally <laughs> they're totally two shotguns. foot range all around <laughs> you, but boy, that is two deadly feet. Yeah. Now, in terms of the shotguns, they they deal a lot of damage. But one of the things that I like about it, and this is. This is one of the things we talked about, you know, when we started the podcast was that you can have these guns, right? And you can be firing them off, but if you're not accurate with those with that weapon, you like you'll you'll never hit somebody. Like I've had people unload an entire like clip or in this case both clips uh at me and not even hit me because their aim is all over the place. You've got to be close to somebody, and you, you have to have the, the the reticle has to be on them, which is actually oh, it's a circle, and it's a pretty it's a, it's a sizable circle, but it's, it's got to be on, yeah, it's, it's got to be on the person, and you know, you you, you got to be close. <laughs> now, know, I didn't thing. play this class that much. I did play it a bit to uh, to go and try it out. The only thing I was wondering is, do you have to lead your target at all when you're in close range no, with that no, 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 uh, no. reticle? No, no. 
Oh, definitely okay. not. You just well, that's like you're so cl- you're supposed to be so close to them. You're supposed to be in their face, man. Pretty yep. much. Yep. If if you have somebody inside the circle, but there's space, like let's say that you you're far away enough where there's still space in the circle where they're not filling the circle, you can still miss. Or I should say this: you'll hit them with Wing some up. of the scatter, but not all of it. Right. If you can get up to somebody and you their whole body is filled up the circle, they're they're fucking dead, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. We had a couple of instances where uh, I was playing with some of my friends and we just had one Reaper who would just come in and just mess up our shit. He would just come in, pop his ultimate Death Blossom and just destroy everybody around him. Completely negate a push we were making. uh, If it was played correctly, it could easily stop an entire team multiple times. Yeah, Death Blossom is tough to get away from. I mean, if you you are in the open area and he starts doing it, even trying to get away, it's tough. Unless you're like a Reinhardt and you have a shield, right? You know, you have a shield that you can use, uh, or something that, ha- or something that that makes it not hit you. But like, you know, I, I played as uh, Widowmaker a lot, and as soon as I would hear him make the noise, like die, 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 like I would try to get away. <laughs> Line of sight is your friend. <laughs> yeah, I would try to get away immediately, like using my uh, the grappling hook, and like it didn't matter because I was in line of sight of him. You know, and that was pretty much it. I, uh, in terms of fighting a Reaper, I, I think the range of Death Blossom needs to be scaled back a little bit. Um, yeah, maybe a bit. I, it, like I said, it could stop an entire team, and it didn't matter how close you were. It seemed like in some cases, most cases, you know, you're up close on the flag. That's right where he'd go in, you know, to stop that push. But uh, uh, getting back real quick to the uh, grappling hook there. Can we henceforth refer to that as uh, chain hook? The chain hook? Yeah, or a uh, hook shot. There we go, hook shot. Yeah. Oh, the hook shot. Hook shot yeah. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want when you buy the game. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. So his very high damage as long as you can get up to up to somebody. You know, uh, very balanced character for the most part. I think. I mean, obviously, I have a problem with with the death blossom. But you know he does a lot of damage, but you got to be close. Uh, that be, becoming in, uh, you know in, invulnerable for that short period of time that he can also do. That's you move a little bit faster too. But um, man, that can get you out of that can get you out of some tight situations. What, what, I what's really going on? didn't see it moving that quickly because I would usually just follow the guy. Uh, but then it depended on what class I was playing. I but, said sl- I think I said slightly faster because it was a little bit faster. But uh, like they, they can't. It's not an escape mechanic. Oh, sorry, it is an escape mechanic, uh, but it's not one where they zip away from you. Right, right. That's there. It does move a little bit faster, and I don't know why, but I still see people just like unloading weapons into me as I do it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why are you still shooting at me? I'm a ghost right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You, you can't hit me. Oh, I just, uh, I just follow you, and I just wait. <laughs> yeah, so like, you, you do see and it, the, becoming involved with the only thing you can't do is move. Like it's like you can't reload your weapons or anything like that. Uh-huh. Uh, the uh, the health orbs I was talking about when you kill an enemy that promotes you getting in somebody's face and killing yep. them. Because if you jump into an area with a bunch of people and you're up close, even if it's like two people, you still you might have the advantage because while they're attacking you, you're up close enough. You, you'll probably take at least one out. You'll get the health orb. It brings your health back, and then you can keep on fighting. And not to mention, too, what's really great about playing these offense classes, which is personally my style when it comes to things, is that 
I love getting into people's faces because it it makes people panic and it makes them mess up typically. And that's where this class right here is going to excel because you get up in those people's faces, they know what you can do and they know what you're there for, especially when they can heal off of it. It's If I see a Reaper, the Reaper is usually the first class that I go after because I know what he's going to do to my back line. Yes, like yeah, Reaper definitely makes you a bit nervous because he's he gets right up in your face. You're absolutely right. <laughs> more more so, I'll say him and Genji. I think make people nervous. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they really oh. should too. Uh, yeah, we're 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 gonna get into Genji a bit later, but uh, Reaper. Well, one of the things that really helps <laughs> Reaper or sets him apart from the others is that teleporting ability that that he Shadow can do. Yeah, sh shadow step. It it can really it can put you into some pretty nice places. Yeah, especially know. when you're trying to counter somebody like Bastion or like the Widowmaker, and you're going to catch them, you know, unawares. Because this right here, it uh, there's no necessarily needing. Well, you need the line of sight, but it's like it doesn't matter if you're going through air or on ground or over walls and stuff. If you can see it, you can go there with this ability. So that can completely put you behind a whole defense and just take a line right out. Right. Oh, actually, I just got confirmation. They are one. They are shotguns. They are Hellfire shotguns. They're called, right? Yeah, uh, but yeah. So that teleportability help really helps with the movement. So places where Widowmakers, like he said, they usually feel comfortable. They can't feel. They can't. If you're on the field with a Reaper, you can take that comfort and just turn it off. <laughs> because you can get <laughs> you can get to them. You, you gotta know? hope you get really lucky with your uh, poison mine. <laughs> yeah, like you can, you you can definitely get to him. I, I like Reaper as a character. It wasn't my main though. That, that I did not main right. Reaper. I would use it when I like when the team needed. Right. right. I saw the team needed right. a Reaper. I would uh, move into it. Now the thing about Reaper, I'm not exactly. I know each character has a backstory. Right. And I, and I'm not sure what Reaper's actual backstory is. Um, we don't know it. It's all a mystery. Well, no, I'm pretty. I think I think they've already <laughs> released it, but maybe we'll do a podcast on that too. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about you know each character's uh, backstory, but yeah, Reaper, pretty cool. But one, like I said, you, you do need to be able to get up in somebody's face and use it. Not a mid-range character in the least, in the least. Uh, but let's move on to. Let's talk about Farah because we mentioned Farah as well. Uh, so Farah, she can jump. Well, not, I don't want to say she can jump, but she has rocket boosts, and she could boost into the air and stay in the air. But I was actually surprised how long she was actually able to stay in the air. I didn't think they were going to allow her to stay there. Did you play Farah at all? Uh, I played it a couple of times, but I never played it to get to uh, the ultimate, because usually I played with a set group of people, and you know we all had our own roles that we really excelled at, and we just stuck with that. But uh, I've, uh, as a, you know, playing a Widowmaker and stuff, and especially even as uh, my favorite character, McCree, I have had nothing but disdain for that character, because <laughs> she's so destructive. Yeah, she can. I mean, the thing about Farrah, she her rockets do pack a punch, yeah, but they do. they don't move that fast. But they, yeah, it's it's a it's a race though. It seems like it's a race. So every class here has their ultimate ability. Some are more useful than others, but there's some like as soon as I see that ultimate go up, I'm immediately going to stop it. And hers is one of them. What the barrage? Oh yeah. I don't know, like the barrage. 
don't get me wrong, I've used it, but like it's like kind of easy to dodge depending on where you are. I mean, if you're just like out in the open, if you're like out in the open, uh-huh. that's a problem. But like if you <laughs> are in in most places, I think you can actually you can you can dodge it. It really depends on the Pharah. You know, not to mention when she's up there, when oh, that's up there, but when she's using it, she's very vulnerable. I can't tell you how many Pharahs I plucked out of the sky playing as Widowmaker, <laughs> like doing that, pointing at me, pointing at me doing that, and like I just boom, headshot it down. You know, <laughs> so yeah, like yeah, bar- barrage is definitely. I I do like using it, but you really need to. I think you need to be smart about it, right? And that's the case with a lot, most of the specials in this game. Mm-hmm. You, I don't think you, you don't just want to just bust out with it. Yeah, it's a trade off. Yeah, you need to make sure that you're using it right. You know, you need to make sure that your team is with you, or you have a good perspective where you have a lot of people in view, depending on the special. You know, obviously, oh, Widowmaker is out of that conversation because her special is just to show where everybody is. Right. You know, uh, but yeah, Barrages, Barrages is pretty cool. Uh, Widowmaker as a character, though, she is great at helping against stationary defenses. You know, right. uh, Torbjorn's turrets or Bastions. Bastions, yep. Yeah, get a full power up with that thing. You can usually you usually take out a Bastion one or two hits. You can just go right above that shield. You know, because usually you're gonna have some uh, some height there too, so that helps. Yeah, and the thing, especially with Bastion, like Bastion's slow, you know, when he needs to transform out. So, like, you can hit him a few times, like, you know, let's say you do some splash damage on the back, do some splash, and then Bastion realizes he's in trouble, and as he's transforming, like, now he's fucked. Yep, you know, wreck, him. That, wreck him. Yeah, wreck him, yeah, you can, <laughs> you can get him right out of there. I would see people, you know, you sometimes you see teams go 2-3 Bastion in the game. <laughs> yep. And you're like, oh, okay. You you mix like you mix up a pharaoh with like a junk rat. Forget about it. Like oh yeah, that's why you. In, in a lot of cases, I think you. It's a bad idea to stack characters like that. Oh, it definitely is. You can't do that. There's too many ways to counter things. Yeah, like Blizzard has done it for this to be a beta. Blizzard has done an excellent job balancing these characters. Yes, uh, they like because you know. If you just have to think about it, it's annoying when you see three people go bashing. It's fucking annoying. Okay. <laughs> it really is. But you just got to sit back and think about it. Like, okay, who... You really have to deal... You really have to think about... You know the other characters. Like, who can deal with this? Who can I use to help with this situation? And you also have to communicate with your team. Yes, communication is definitely key in this game. Definitely yeah, like, key. Yeah, and it's funny because there's a lot of games that have come out that have come out recently that stifle communication, like Destiny and um, Star Wars. Oh yeah, Battlefront. Oh yeah, definitely Battlefront stifles communication. But this game, like it, you, you need it. You really need to to, to have, put your fucking mic on and talk. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know. So you, you <laughs> yeah, please do it for me. Yeah, we had a, a couple of games where I went in. Somebody's like, "Does anybody have voice here?" And I'm like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" You know, and he's like, "Oh my fucking god, somebody who's got voice. That's great. Let's do this, this, and this." I'm like, "All right, sure, yeah, hell, why not?" You know, we yeah. teamed up. We we freaking wrecked the other team. Just completely dominated multiple games. Yeah, yeah. The like, the team that communicates really it, it really makes it it's it's worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, so besides uh, the her rocket, she also has a concussive blast, which I didn't really find the, all that useful. 
Except when somebody was like on a ledge, and I would just concuss and blast them <laughs> off. Like I, would, I was like, oh, there you go. It's personal enjoyment more than anything. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But as an attack class, I really don't see the advantage in using concussive blast. Um, because yeah, there actually it, could be some things. Like, say, if you're coming up against a uh, uh, what was the healing class with the staff there? I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Oh, Mercy. Mercy, yeah. You could go and blast Murphy, Mercy off of something and completely knock her off of a tank that could allow another person to go in and do what they need to do. But again, that's where the uh, that's where the communication piece really comes in. Yeah, well, see, even if you can custom blast Mercy, she can do the uh, the flight. Uh, right. I forget the name of the ability, but the flight to, to her, to the person she's trying to heal. But again, though, that's still a disruption that they're not expecting. And as a forward class, you know, as the offense there... Again, that allows you to get up in somebody's face and really take it to them. This, like, these four classes are all about pressure. And that's what that allows you to go and do. Yeah, I'm, I'm still really not buying it. <laughs> like, uh, as an attack class, because especially if you're attacking and somebody's mm. defending, you are pushing them back, usually, into their defense. I mean, it could, in some cases, I guess it can come in handy when you just need to get somebody out of the way. Right. You can, because you know, if you if you aim it properly, that can work as well. I wonder if you can knock uh, stationary targets, like say a uh, camped out bastion. If you could knock that through, like say he's in a doorway, guarding a doorway or something. You only got one direction. Well, there's no real like place where it's one direction to come from, but um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Maybe increase maybe, the range. Maybe when it comes back, I'll uh, I'll check it out. Right. <laughs> and for those wondering at the timing of this podcast, this is when uh, Overwatch is on break. It's coming back mid-January, mid to late January. So oh, I can't uh, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, Farah, I I like her. I actually used her a lot uh, when you get into those those payload matches where your team just can't move because of stationary defenses. Uh, she was one of my favorite attackers to use. So, uh, but let's move on to let's talk about Soldier Seventy Six. Who this? I was this guy was my main. Ah. Soldier Seventy Six was my main, and I think it's funny. Like when I first started playing him, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is the class that normal first-person shooter players will play," and I kind of expected him not to be that good. But I'll be honest with you, Soldier Seventy Six. He's a. I, I think he's a great character. And he he's a dangerous character, you know. Mm. Yeah. I didn't run into that many people that actually used him. I really, oh, didn't. yeah. I use I use Soldier seventy six all the time. I do know his story a little bit. His backstory is that he was actually the leader of Overwatch before it got destroyed. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of his backstory. Five second backstory for you guys. But um, <laughs> now Soldier Soldier seventy six is closest to your run of the mill. FPS class, you know, he has an assault rifle. His secondary, he has a secondary weapon on the assault rifle, which is to, uh, it shoots like a grenade. So, you know, a noob tube, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has a sprint, which comes in really handy. And he also has a healing field he can put down. Okay. So, that all that put when you put that all together, it just seems like he's pretty basic, but it makes him pretty formidable. Like you can go to the front line with him and fuck shit up. Yeah, I played as him a couple of times, and that sprint was incredibly handy for getting back into the fight quickly. Uh, the biotic field was really nice, but um, his ultimate could easily just just wreck shit too, though. And that pulse yeah. rifle, I felt like the ammo wasn't necessarily as high as it could have been in the main rifle. But I was like, other than that, I found him to be a uh, 
pretty fun class to play, but I was really trying to push away from the standard myself. Right. Well, his okay. So his ultimate ability is called Tactical Visor, which basically it locks onto enemies, and you just have to pull hold down the trigger, and it will hit those enemies. It's basically <laughs> an aimbot. That's, that's yeah. it's, it's basically an aimbot. Okay? Aimbots and wall hacks. <laughs> yep. It's basically an aimbot, and it comes in really handy. But you can't just. I mean, you can just do it if you want to, but it's a waste. Like you need to. You should really use it when you know you have two, three enemies in front of you, and you need power it up and. Then you could take two, three guys out at one time and, you know, force them to have to respawn or come back from wherever uh, their spawn point is. But uh, Soldier 76, his speed, you know, while his speed was great for getting back in the fight, I've, I use his speed way more to get around stationary targets or right. stationary, uh, yeah, stationary um, defenses. He's that fast. Like, you can, you can dip in and out of a place pretty quickly uh, because of that speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean the the heavy pulse rifle. I I never had a problem with the ammo and the heavy pulse rifle. I will say that the heavy pulse like you you can spray it if you want to, but it does get less accurate as you hold it down. So you probably want to uh, you know tap it. Not with the heavy you know, machine you gun they had in uh, twenty one forty two back in the day. Yeah, you kind of just probably you just want to burst fire with it. I've had much more success. You can do lar- longer bursts, and of course, if you're up close to somebody, you can just mm-hmm. hold down the you know, hold down the trigger. But at a right. distance, you want to do uh, you want to burst. And those helix rifles, man, like I don't know, I I don't understand why so many people would shoot them right at me as opposed to shooting them at my feet. Because <laughs> they haven't played uh, UT2K4, probably. Yeah, it's totally like it's any splash damage weapon, you guys. You got to shoot at people's feet or on the wall next to them. But those Helix rockets are no joke. If you do, like, the splash damage is no joke on its own, but if you do manage to shoot somebody in the chest, yeah, <laughs> like, it's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty satisfying. Now, one of the things that I don't see a lot of people use uh, that well with his character is that healing field. I don't know if they forget to use it or they just don't know when to use it. I think a lot of people don't realize that the healing in this game, the healing classes aren't that strong per se. And it's not that they're not strong. The direct healing isn't that great. And it's like every little bit can go and help. And I, like I said, I barely saw people using this. Well, well, mercy, she can heal pretty well, but you know, as soldiers, every six, you can take care of yourself. That leaves mercy open to go help somebody else that might need it. Uh, the biotic field, I don't know, as soon as I would come into an area that had, you know, a few enemies, my mind is like, okay, maybe I should put this thing down. And then if, when I started taking fire, it's like, okay, pop it down, and then you start the fight. You don't want to fight a Soldier 76 while the biotic field is up. Unless you're a Widowmaker. Unless, well, even with Widowmaker, <laughs> like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, Soldier 76, she can one-shot him. But I will tell you one thing about the heads in this game. Mm-hmm. If you if she if she headshots you, she can one shot you. The heads in this game are not that big. Trust me, I know I I, I maimed <laughs> Widowmaker on defense. So actually getting a headshot isn't really that easy. And in the forums, I did see a lot of people complaining about Widowmaker's ability to get a one shot uh, kill with a headshot. I'm mm-hmm. like, have you guys played any other first person shooters? Like. <laughs> Well, again, this is trying to... Blizzard's gone from... It seemed like being a company where they cater to a small group to where they're trying to cater to the larger masses now. It's uh, it's like the same thing right now if I play Battlefield 4 or something. I see people complaining about stuff all the time who come into hardcore servers in Battlefield. But then again, Battlefield 4 right now costs like $4. 
So it's like they're trying to appeal to that wider range of people. So it, it I can kind of see it. I can see that it makes sense. Well, I don't know. Blizzard's still, they're still very fan-based. You know, for the, I mean, the, the simple fact that, one, this game is going to be a $40 game or a $60 game if you get it on console. All the content comes with it. I mean, what, they're going to add some DLC for costume, you know, for costume changes? Eh. You know? Yeah, and the I fact think so. that, The fact that it's so balanced, you know, yep. right out the gate, I, I found that pretty impressive. Uh, but Wasn't yeah, this like, supposed to be a free-to-play game originally, kind of like Hearthstone and such? No, and that, they, they never said it was going to be free-to-play. Never said it. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to look back and see where I uh, got that from. Well, a lot of people assumed it was going to be free-to-play. Yeah, yeah, People assumed it, because that's the way things go now. People assumed it was going to be free-to-play. Microtransactions. Uh, but they never said that, and thankfully they did. Like For a game like this to be balanced, for a shooter to be balanced... You need everything. You need all pieces of the puzzle. You need access to every character, every weapon, everything. Everybody needs to be on the same right. level playing field. That's why free-to-play shooters suck. Free-to-play shooters suck because they're not balanced. Right. Uh, it's like the same thing if you had like a free-to-play fighting game. It would suck. You need balance. You know? Yep. Uh, but yeah, so like I was saying, like, if you're Widowmaker, you might be able to pop his head off. Soldier, uh, Soldier 76, but between his speed and the difficulty of actually getting a headshot... Always be moving. Yeah, always be moving. You don't want to stand still. There's zero reasons for you to stand still as this character. But uh, you know, with all those factors, it's hard to get a headshot. So that's a, if you just see a Soldier 76 in a biotic field, just go away. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 you don't even have a name tag. Just, just lay down. Just lay just, down just, you, Well, you, I mean, if you fight him, you're probably going to die unless they're a bad soldier 76, which is a possibility because like we mentioned <laughs> earlier, a lot of people... Traditional. Yeah, a lot of people are not traditional shooter players and they don't react in that same way, you know? <laughs> like, I've seen so many people, like when I'll have the biotic field up or I'll do... Or, or you know, with May, where she could do the, that glacier yep. thing. Or she, I've seen so many people just wait around when she does it. Like, they just wait for it to come off. It's like, no, dude, there's other people to go kill. Just if she's in the glacier, <laughs> go away. Like, just go away. <laughs> you know. And like, yeah, but I, I, I put a biotic field down, and sometimes people will just stand around or try to, like, you know, go to told me. I'm like, dude, I'm being healed as I'm attacking you. Please leave. <laughs> I might have to go and pick back up with this class uh, once the beta comes back out and play a lot more extensively. I think I was just taken aback by how much the game was actually really fun, and I just stuck that, you know, I just spent most of my time with my two favorite classes to where I didn't play this one nearly as much. I'm going to have to reach back into it and check this one out. Yeah, I definitely liked it. Like, if I needed to lead my team to victory, this was the guy I was picking. Uh, but let's move on to McCree. Now, you were a McCree fan. I was oh, not. Yeah. McCree is just, oh, man, he was just the shit. He was perfect. Everything yeah. I wanted to be. Well, let, let, let's talk about what McCree can do, first of all. All right, so McCree has a revolver. It's called the Peacekeeper. It's a high-damage weapon that's uh-huh. pretty accurate. It's it's pretty accurate, but not like super accurate. It's not accurate enough, you know, to to be you know plinking people in the head, you know, from across the map. But you know, if you're in like mid close to mid range, that thing's gonna go and you know do your your high damage with your single shots. It's gonna work just fine for you in that regard. Yeah, I'd say mid range is the farthest you want to be. That being said, though, I rarely use the gun in its semi form. Yeah, it has a secondary fire where it it fires all the bullets in the chamber. Correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. 
If I have a bullet in the chamber, comes from. that yeah, and if you're up close to somebody, it's it's instant death. And honestly, the only thing you got to do is just hold, like, is pull the mouse down. Um, yeah. So you you de- you have to go and you know do the click, but when you do it, that thing is gonna raise really cr- really uh, really quickly. And the only thing I could really liken it to was uh, back in Source days. You know, you had to know where the M4s and the AKs, you know, and your TMPs were gonna spray hit. pattern. Yeah, you had to know yeah, that spray pattern. I was getting ready it. to say that. Like, if you are a, <laughs> a Counter Strike player, you you as soon as you hit it for the first time, as soon as you do the alt fire on the Peacekeeper for the first time, you will immediately know what to do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you'll you'll immediately know to just gotta pull it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's powerful, and basically, it shoots so fast. It's almost like having, it's almost like having um, uh, uh, Reaper's, Reaper's shotgun. shotgun. Yeah, it's all. But <laughs> except, it's like a one hit. It's like a one time thing. If you're um, close it, to most people, yeah, and it, you it do depends. that. Yeah, if they're like a, if they're a heavier class, then it may not kill them in one go. Well, that's where the the other kind of uh abilities that's in the you know the arsenal of the of the mccree character like uh so the other thing that he has is called combat roll and when you do a combat roll that automatically reloads your peacekeeper in the process which can be extremely handy uh because there's one class that i really don't like going up against which is diva and uh roadhog there and those two classes right there there's multiple times where i've actually been able to successfully take him down with a little bit of help because again if you get close to these tank classes they're going to wreck you anyway so it's like, you know, I'll get up there, unload with the Peacekeeper. Hopefully they don't see me in time because I want to save that combat roll. Because you also, um, I don't think it mentions it, but I was pretty sure you take uh, slightly less damage when you're rolling too. So it's like, I'll, you know, unload the Peacekeeper, unload the Peacekeeper, do the roll if I have to, just to get that, you know, that last clutch shot off before I know that I'm down. Because if I get caught in the middle of a reload, I'm done. Right, yeah, yeah. That, that, because it doesn't, he definitely doesn't reload that fast. No. <laughs> yeah, so he also has a flashbang, which... It stuns an enemy. Like once you flashbang an enemy, they're wide open for you to do that secondary attack. On the PC. That's a little negligible too, because that that stun is like a second, which can be enough to do a reload and maybe get them. But you know, like on a tracer, it's like eh, not always. Well, enough. that's specifically. I think that's who it's really designed for. <laughs> uh, like you can you can if you you know tracer zipping around, you get it with a flashbang. All you need is a second. Mm-hmm. Like she she's stunned for a second. You do your secondary on Peacekeeper. She's done. She's gone. And if you're that close to her or that close to a character, and you're using the flashbang, period, you you can you know you can get some shots into him with a normal hit, and there's probably enough to kill him. Yeah. Again, though, I, I tried that a little bit, and I I didn't really find that to be as useful, just because you know up close, yeah, you're gonna do that damage, but there's so much movement that's going on, like you really need to put that power out that you know in that quick, rapid succession. I had very mixed feelings about the flashbang. It was definitely useful if just for the comedic effect of where people would start bitching at me because they're tracers or something like that, and I just freaking hit them, hit them with that thing, and I either wreck them or I do a lot of damage to them. So it, I, I definitely got some uh, 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 personal enjoyment out of it, but uh, <laughs> I felt like it could just be like maybe like half a second longer for the stun. Yeah, I think it was pretty balanced. Because like, other than that, I think it's too much. Like it, you're supposed to use the stun, and then you know you use the shot and you kill him. It's not my fault if you fucking miss. <laughs> you know. Well, like it, it was also like a it was also like a, a tertiary kind of uh, oh shit! I need another second to reload. God damn it! Leave me alone so I can reload a second. Well, then you know? don't throw the flashbang before you reload. Reload. Well, no, sometimes you know I'd unload. 
I would do a combat roll, I'd unload again, but, you know, the person's still not dead for whatever reason. Sometimes they're getting healed or sometimes at the tank. I'd lob that flashbang, you know, as like, this is my last hurrah kind of a thing. I'm going to sift there, hopefully reload, and then, you know, get it. See, so. see I think you're, you're the problem there. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you unload your weapon, combat roll to reload, unload your weapon again, and they're still alive... If you throw that flashbang, it should be to escape, because obviously you're not winning that fight. Well, yeah, in that regard, that would be a lot of what I would try to do. So, like, say if I'm coming up against uh, a diva or something like that, and I've gotten, you know, two full things off, I got a combat roll off, unloaded again, I'd try to use that flashbang to go and get away, but sometimes, again, it still wouldn't be enough. You know, you try to, you know, back away and just take those shots, but sometimes it's not always enough. But again, that comes down to, you know, knowing the class, you know, knowing who you're playing and what you're doing, too. Yeah, like, you shouldn't be going head-to-head with a diva. Right. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> but, you know, not in that aspect. Well, that's but, where the yeah. communication comes in, because you might expect, you know, your teammates to be doing something, be like, all right, he shouldn't be at full health right now, you know, I should be able to go in and do this, but, uh, uh, like, you know, overall, I really liked it. It was a really cool ability, uh, you know, just personal preference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I wasn't a huge fan of McCree, uh, simply for the fact that I don't know where to place him really like you know with Farah, you know she's there to help with the state you know with the stationary stuff and, and for spoil you know for splash damage she can push people back uh-huh. you know uh soldier 76 really you know he he can get in somebody, somebody's face forward, and dish forward damage. group player what's that forward group player is what i would say a with, forward uh, group with soldier player? 76 yeah forward oh okay support. Soldier 76. offensive support class is what i would say he'd be more like no way. Yeah, no way. You got the biotic yeah. field and stuff like that. You're fit, no, like, well, that's for him. That's for so he can support himself. I was pretty sure he, that other people he's could get solos. healed by it as He's well. DPS. Uh, he is 100% DPS. He is not support. I gotta he look at not, that again. I, 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 I mean, obviously, we're talking about the the offense class. You know, the the, uh, the attack class right now. All right. So yeah, so, it says here it restores health to him, but also a squad mate. So that's why I would consider him to be more of a forward kind of support. Yeah, but you never. Nobody ever uses that for their squad mates. It's like, oh, you need help here. I'm gonna pop this down. Now, if I'm using I've it, feel it free. Wrong, man. <laughs> yeah, if I use it, feel free to hop into the field so you can heal up. But other than that, it's really for me to fight. You know, I think even in his video, they show him popping the, the biotic field and then doing his special right after that. That is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get, it. I get I, it. I have done that a few times, and I'm like, yo, this is like easy street right now. See, this game right here, uh, just with the first podcast, this game is kind of like an ogre. There's layers to everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no way. I wouldn't say he's like he, he he's a he, he's a support, like, you know, offensive support. Like, sure, he has one uh, one ability that can't heal others, but nah, I wouldn't say that. He definitely is built to get up in front of the battle and push through. So, you know? in that same regard, I think when it comes to McCree, I can place McCree. At least from my own personal play style, which is like really because like, you couldn't play Soldier Seventy Six. I I like McCree because he is uh, McCree is a play is a character for people who like to be on their own a little bit, be somewhat you know. Again, I can't heal myself, but I can get right into a backline with that character. I can screw everything up, and I can still live to get away and heal up and come back if I have to. I would say he's more of like a uh, a, a solo DPS in that regard. 
I can't well, look, heal, he, but... He doesn't even shoot that fast, so he can't be... Like, but it doesn't matter, though, yeah. because I can disrupt a complete back line. If I get, you know, even, you know, from, like, say, uh, like, close to mid-distance, if I get all my shots on you with that six-shot uh, pistol, man, that's it. That's done. You're wrecked. Okay, I mean, I, I kind of see it. I mean, like, like I said, the gun packs a punch. I mean, he he's like a Reaper, but with a longer range. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I suppose I could see that. Yeah, you know, you know, we're going through kind of like we're kind of trying to classify these characters. This is just what we're thinking about them personally. Obviously, we don't know what Blizzard intended. We don't know if Blizzard just was like, "Hey, this sounds like a cool character. Let's have him in the game." <laughs> like you know, and that could be, the, and that may be why I'm having trouble kind of like placing McCree. I only play, picked McCree just to check him out. And to see if I can figure out what he's really good for. Uh, actually, did we even talk about his special? No, we didn't talk about his special. No. His special is Deadeye, which that is really useful. Where he, like anybody that's on the screen while he's using it, after a few seconds, they die instantaneously. They'll, uh, he'll shoot them. Again, that's this is a, so you're you're mentioning there with Reaper, you have to be very mindful when you use this. The same goes into effect for this. Oh yeah, totally. Because you are very very slow. Like, you're in bullet time, basically, when this thing is going off, except you're the only one who's getting the bullet time. Nobody else. But the so thing it, is, like, you're very visible, too. Like, not only oh, yeah. does it, like, make that noise, he's like, it's high noon. You have this <laughs> glow around you so everybody knows to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I typically got wrecked. I'm not going to lie. I typically got wrecked when using this ability. Uh, but the times that it did work, I think the max I got was, like, maybe... Five people were instant killed, and like another couple were uh, were were seriously wounded. This was on a final push in uh, the city there, uh, in the, the Japanese city, and it was that final push. I think that might have been the one where that guy went and said I was the worst McCree he'd ever seen all day. So I was <laughs> like, dude, you're full of shit, man. But okay. <laughs> well, no. Well, the thing about that move, you should never do it by yourself. No, <laughs> never do it by yourself. You have to have people in front of you, and while they're distracting him, you, yep. then you hit the button like it's high noon, and everybody's like, no, weak. <laughs> when you come out, you know, so that that's really when you're supposed to use it. You I always wait until somebody's yourself. making a push, and it, like I said, I'm 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 kind of a dick like that when it comes to my shooters. I like to wait. Actually, I think that's most games. I can't remember how many times I pissed you and uh, Ivan off in StarCraft. Went for you guys to go in before I did my shit. That's called baiting. <laughs> yeah, I definitely like to bait people, and this is a good class for that. But it's also a class where I can be very, uh, I can be very offensive, and I can get up in people's faces, and I can hold my own with it. So that makes it that makes it perfect for me when it comes to being uh, offensive. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm a creed, not for me. Uh, I'll typically stay away from me. You know who else is not really for me? Genji. Mm. I mean, I get Genji. I get how he works, but I did not enjoy playing him. No, I didn't, but I don't know. Oh. I figured if he was going to do something, I wanted him to be a straight-up melee class if he was going to. I didn't like the the uh, the in-close range. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't I, before I started playing him, I thought he was more of a melee class. I would have, I think, I would appreciate him more if he was a melee class. And the uh, Shuriken, uh, Shuriken, that's not Shuriken, yep. that's a punch. What is it? <laughs> what, what are those stars that he throws? A uh, Shuriken. Yeah, you know, we're 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 definitely not Asian. <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to pronounce sure you can? it again. Isn't that a uh, Street Fighter move? <laughs> no, sure you can. That's that's a Street Fighter move. I can say that one. I, I can say sure you can. 
Uh, but uh, so he throws he throws uh, deadly throwing stars, according to his uh, description. I'm gonna go with throwing stars. But that, that that's his that's his uh, his main weapon. I would have liked to see that be his secondary. That takes a recharge. Huh. Okay. So there were some things that did make me like playing as this class a bit. One of which was his secondary ability, which was deflect. Again, if you want to be an annoying offensive class, this is the one to do it because you're just going to piss so many people off. Uh, having the deflect ability when you come up against Solar 76. So pop the deflect, knocked everything right back at the guy like a Jedi, and then rush in and do your, uh, your third ability, which is Swift Strike, which uh, I think puts a bleed on the target. I believe so. So it's like you can go and do that and you can survive stupid amounts of fights if somebody gets up in your face with that deflect ability. That thing is actually really clutch. Yeah. I mean, Genji has he has defensive abilities that are built for pushing in. You know, and mo- and when you use deflect, most people do not notice that you're using it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a couple you, times where I had to stop people myself. People die like- so fast. <laughs> like you die so fast if you have a powerful character. And somebody uses deflect, like Soldier Seventy Six is probably the best example. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody uses deflect on you, uh, Soldier Seventy Six, like you'll die so quickly. But still, I thought the, uh, the 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 throwing stars, I thought they they were a bit more powerful than they should have been. I mean, it, if they were going to be that powerful, I would have liked to see them as a secondary. But I think as a class, like I think he, he, he I would have appreciated an offensive melee class. There are no offensive melee classes. Hmm. You know. Yeah. And I would have appreciated that. Not saying it has to be full melee, obviously, because you know the throwing stars. But still, an offensive melee class would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, you you kind of figure it's pretty prominent. He does have the massive sword on his back, and it only comes out for one thing. So and that's I mean, his ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. And that ultimate is uh, is definitely a get in your face, you know, and just wreck everything kind of ability. Yes, yeah, they, like basically, when you use Dragon Blade, that's when you'll see Genji get really in your face because he needs to connect with that hit. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't a big fan of his. I mean, I understand why people used him, and as I continue to play, you know, I will look for the cues for you know the deflect because, mm-hmm. like I said, I played Soldier seventy six a lot, so. I wouldn't want to die that way. <laughs> yep. You know? uh, but Genji I just wasn't one of my favorite classes to use. And when I would use it, I would find myself kind of getting a little bored with it. Yep. You know, it's like the whole time you just pretty much spend just chucking stars, hoping you hit people to build up your ultimate. And that's the only thing I really did with him. Yeah, I didn't do a whole lot. Now, his, his stars do have some travel time, but it's, it's pretty quick. You know, it's it's definitely not uh, definitely not as long as like Ferris uh, travel time on the rockets for obvious reasons. Uh, but that's the only thing. Sometimes you do have to aim a little bit ahead. But uh, not, none of these characters are bad. Like Genji is still a good character, but I would I don't know why I would switch to a Genji when right. when the need be. That's the thing about these characters. Everybody has a purpose, or I should say everybody, because I'm getting ready to talk shit about, you know, McGree and <laughs> McGree and Genji. Well, not talk shit about them, but, like, every cl- car- class has like, a purpose in that class, but character feels like they have a purpose, uh, or most of them, I should say. Uh, and obviously, when we do the other special editions for the defense and mm-hmm. 
tanks. We'll get into those. But you know, I I know soldiers. I use Soldier Seventy Six when I need to push forward hard. Like when I need to get into somebody's face and be aggressive, I'll use Soldier Seventy Six. Uh, Reaper is when you know maybe I need to get behind them or I need to uh, yeah mainly to get behind them and then cause some damage. You know, to the back line. Mm-hmm. That's and I'll get Reaper or Farah. I'll use Farah when we need to push forward and there's stationary defenses. Or you basically just spam people the fuck out the way, <laughs> you know? Yep. But with McCree and with Genji, I don't know why I would pick them to to do anything specific. You may pick McCree because you are good with him, so you're like, okay, I need to be on my best character, so I'm just gonna pick McCree. But I don't know why, like, you know, for me, like, McCree obviously isn't my best character. Right. I can use him. I've got, I've done well with him before, but I don't know in what situations he would be best. Do I want to pick him and then take my chances, uh, you know, to get the special and then hope, and, you know, maybe hopefully get most of the team with it? Maybe. But that's like a, that's, that's, that's some, that's some like casino shit. <laughs> that's a real gamble <laughs> yeah because it's like with the class especially to excel with your ultimate there you had to be up around everybody and it's like this game it this character didn't give you an, an ability to really close into people unless you ended up using a swift strike but again you didn't want to use that you know you didn't want to use that just as a you know a closer because you needed the bleed that would come with it you know until you built up your uh, your dragon blade yeah like that's the thing with 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 Genji and McCree, I don't know where they really fit besides being cool characters. You know, I guess maybe Genji can push certain characters back, maybe. Like, as a Soldier 76, if I saw Genji, I am now solely focused on this guy. Yep. <laughs> you know, because like, he, <laughs> he is a threat to me, like, you know, as a Soldier 76. Yep. But McCree, like, I never viewed him as a threat. Like, more of an annoyance sometimes when huh. I don't pay enough attention to him. Huh. That's okay. I'm fine with that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Don't pay me any attention. Just let me go through your back line. You know, I won't bother you. You don't bother me. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, so. Well, most of the time he never made it. Like, you know, I would see people try to push up with him, but they just wouldn't make it past. See, that was never my intention with McCree. My intention with McCree was always to find those ways to get out and not be in the open right away. Like, I feel like Farah and I feel like Soldier 76... Those are good for being in the open, directing the, you know, like having everybody look at them, you know, you know, if there's no tank around. My goal was to always, you know, wait and let the other people move up first. You know, the other uh, offense players that were there, I'd have them and the other tanks move up first. I would then work my around and I'd flank them. I'd flank them. I'd go through buildings, do everything I have to, because if I caught somebody in those small rooms, there's not a whole lot of room for those people to move at that point. Right. That's where you can really put McCree into, you know, the use. But on that same hand, I'd go up against Reapers as McCree, and more often than not, like it was really hard for me to kill those Reapers. Those yes. Reapers, it, it was, it was like, I don't know, I want to say half and half, but you know, if I have to be realistic, I think more often than not, the Reapers would usually take me when I was on McCree. Well, if you're in an enclosed room, the Reaper is going to have the advantage. That's just the way it is, like you know, right. But even not when we were out in like courtyards and stuff like that, it was really hard to go against those reapers. Well, you got to get away from a reaper. That's why. I don't have to get away from shit. Well, obviously <laughs> you do because you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it work. I'll get better. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like I said, I didn't. I didn't mind any class. You know, I I didn't mind mm-hmm. any class. 
and I liked, you know, I I I thought that all the classes were pretty fun. Like I said, except Genji, I would get bored with him. Like I'd start playing him, and it'd be cool, but I would get bored with him really fast. I can agree with that. You know, but uh, other than that, I really enjoy the attack class. But you know, we'll talk about it with the next special edition. You mm-hmm. just because something's not in the attack class doesn't mean they're not good for attacking. That's right. That's very true. You know, like for example, uh, junk rat. I don't know how many times I would have been able to push people into their like into their points they're defending, oh, or God, push people back. <laughs> you know, push people back, and then once they're there, it's like, well, now you're trapped. <laughs> you know, and I, I just you know fuck them up with junk rat, and we will definitely. I don't want to get too much into it now. But we will definitely get into oh, that. Oh, dude, time. I hated his ultimate so much because as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, where's that thing going right now? <laughs> dude, like, oh, you gotta, <laughs> you just gotta <laughs> listen now to where it is. That's all. Oh, yeah, that's what I usually end up doing it, but it's like it always happened at point blank range because I never really saw them hanging back. Yeah, like, I would just listen because there's really good sound direction in this game. So you can really hear where yep. it comes from. But we'll talk about that next one, the next special edition. We're not going to get into that now. Cool? We okay with that? Yeah, we're cool. You can tell me how much you hate Junkrat <laughs> later. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to end this special edition. Okay, so in our original recording, by s- some way, we forgot <laughs> about Tracer. <laughs> like... I don't know how that happened. I don't know how that how we actually forgot about Tracer in this mix. Uh, and I will take the full response. I'll take the brunt of that. It's all your fault. <laughs> it's all my fault that we <laughs> actually forgot Tracer. Like I'm putting them, you know, I'm uploading the podcast and I'm putting the notes in. And I'm like, huh? We're, we're I'm missing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it's fucking Tracer. So we're actually uh, before we end the podcast, we are gonna. You know, talk a little bit about Tracer. Um, and <laughs> it's funny because the, t- the time that we're actually talking about Tracer right now, we've already recorded the second uh, podcast. And in the second podcast, we uh, we actually talk about the backstory a little bit. So I think we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> talk about Tracer a little bit. So Tracer is, uh, she's a time traveler. Well, now she is. She was a pilot for Overwatch. And uh, she was uh, handpicked to test a prototype of a teleporting fighter, the Slipstream. Something happened while she, in the in its first flight, teleportation matrix fucked up, and then she disappeared. <laughs> Everybody thought she was dead. Then all of a sudden, months later, she reappeared. Nice. Okay. Apparently, whatever happened to the spacecraft—not spacecraft, but the uh, the uh, the aircraft—now uh, it's it's actually directly um, affecting her. And she basically, uh, you know, can travel between time. Now, at first, she was just kind of disappearing and reappearing. Like, you ever see that uh, that movie, The Astronaut's Wife? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, no, sorry, that's the Ast- no, sorry, The Time Traveler's Wife. Uh, nope, haven't seen that one either. Really? Nope. Side note, the movie's not about The Time Traveler's Wife. It's about The Time Traveler. I don't understand it. But anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> in that movie... He can travel through time, but it's completely random. Like, he'll just be sitting there talking to you, and all of a sudden, he'll just, like, boop, gone, travel through time. Dude, it's like that's got to get reaction. annoying real quick. Oh, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so this, the same thing happens to her. The same thing, exact thing happens to her 
where she was just slipping out of time. However, Winston uh, came up with the uh, with a device that allows her to stay anchored in the present, and it also allows her to control time, speed it up or slow it down at her will. So that is the tracer you're playing right now. That's why you can zip around the way you do and then reverse time. Now, uh, tracer, her primary weapons are the pulse pistols, which are rapid fire dual pistols, and I mean, we were talking about Soldier 76, like, mm-hmm. burning through his ammo fast. The dual, the pulse pistols, you burn through ammo so fast. However, it does have a really fast reload, so that helps. Uh, Tracer can also blink, which, you know, that's part of her time travel and ability, where, you know, she could, you know, she could blink up to three times. And actually, if you're, if you're like, in the air, she can, you can use blink to get over some obstacles. Which is is pretty cool. So you can yep. zip from spot to spot, and it's very disorienting. To, well, to, to tracer too. But if you play tracer uh, for a few rounds, you should get used to the blink effect, and then you'll be just disorienting your uh, your enemies. <laughs> yeah, you will. I had a lot of fun using blink because it was so funny just to mess with people, and you could you could feel the rage coming off people with it sometimes. Yeah, now Tracer, she is squishy. I think she only has about 150 health. So, yeah, you have to know how to use Blink. And another, another skill that you really have to know how to use, uh, or when, I should say when, you, when to use it, is Recall, which it lets you reverse time to a place where you had more health and more ammo. Or I guess whatever, I guess it goes back about two, three, about three seconds, let's say. I thought it was uh, all your jumps that went back. No, no, no. If you do recall, if you do recall, it brings you back to the health and the ammo and the position on the map you were like three seconds ago. Uh. That's what recall is. So, you know, if you're in a fight with somebody and you're kind of, you're taking damage, just, you know, keep in mind that you have, if you have recall available, you hit recall, you kind of go back a little bit and you go back to the health and ammo you had, but the enemy you were fighting still has the health they had. Like I said, Tracer has 150 health. I'm pretty sure that's what she has, 150 health. Yeah, not so, a lot. So, yeah, you got you to gotta move around. Your goal is not to be hit. Definitely not to be hit. Now, her ultimate is Pulse Bomb. Basically, she just puts a sticky bomb on a surface, and after a brief delay, it blows up, and anything in the blast radius gets hurt. What you'll see a lot is people use pulse bomb and then immediately use recall like they'll actually they'll blink up to a target pulse bomb recall and then get out of there it's awesome especially on stationary targets i mean me bond and another friend of ours ivan we did triple tracer it was such a dick move to do (laughs) but we just had to see like is it gonna work is it gonna work and dude it works so well yeah, it was pretty funny to just watch an entire back line and a whole freaking uh, defense just get wrecked. Yeah, because they couldn't do like they they barely could do anything. I took them on like uh, we were playing on um oh man that map that's in Japan. I forget what the yeah. actual name of the map is, but they we took them down so fast at the first point and the second point. The first time we played it like that, the first time we played it like that, the, the second point went down just as fast. Then the team, they kind of got used to it, and it took us a bit longer to get that second point down again. But in the second time, too, instead of just the three of us going all Tracer, six of us went Tracer. So that was a bit much. 
it was a lot of fun though. Uh, but yeah, like uh, Tracer is she's no joke. Uh, those tr- those pulse pistols up close. If you're landing all the damage with those pulse pistols, they it's high DPS, man. Uh-huh. It, it, you can really wear some now, especially if you're talking like a Widowmaker or even like a Soldier seventy six. Yep. Again, though, it relies heavily though on you know knowing how to use that blink and how to get around. Because if not, you know, Soldier seventy six is gonna put a couple of rounds into you and then you know freaking you know rifle butt you and take you out. Absolutely, yeah. It's definitely not a class that it's not an easy class to play. It's not a hard class to play, but if you actually high skill cap, yeah, exactly. You, it's easier to get in, but the 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 skill the skill cap on it is definitely definitely a uh, is, is pretty <laughs> high. I'm curious to see how it's going to be used in competitive play if it's used at all. I'm really some of the matches I've watched, which I will say I haven't watched that many competitive matches for Overwatch. Uh, I haven't really seen Tracer. I also haven't really seen Soldier Seventy Six. They were even talking about that, but mm-hmm. um. We're not talking about. We, we don't want to definitely. We don't want to get into the competitive scene just yet. Right. Not until at least the first, the official first episode, at least. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm curious to see how Tracer's going to work out. I mean, there's what 21 characters in Overwatch. Uh, yeah, give or take. And they're they're pretty carefully balanced. So I, I'm really I'm really looking forward to see what type of team combinations we see and. I don't know, man. I, I already said how I feel about Soldier Seventy Six. I think once mm-hmm. we, uh, <laughs> once we see uh, somebody, uh, you know, use that pro Soldier Seventy Six, we might see some some special things and things get shaken up. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Definitely possible. Yeah. I'm still banking more on McCree, though, personally. <laughs> yeah. Well, Soldier Seventy. I guess yeah, Soldier Seventy Six and. Um, Sorry, <laughs> and Tracer. That's how I'm like. Who are we talking about? Yes, Tracer. It's 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 late here, folks. We're sorry. We did this edit really super late, and you know, Bond just got hiking. He got attacked by coyotes and shit. <laughs> it was it was a fun <laughs> so, time. It was a fun time. <laughs> yeah, I wish you had the probably wish you had those fucking Tracer abilities then. Uh, no, I'm thinking more. <laughs> I'm thinking more along the lines of uh, uh, Genji, just so I can be a dick and run up the trees and run away. <laughs> Why would you want to be a dick to coyotes? They're just coyotes. They're just being animals. <laughs> Dude, when you got glowing green eyes coming at you out of the forest, yeah, you'll want to be a dick and get away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, sorry for the interruption. You can now continue to listen to the end of the podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. We're going to catch you on the next one. See you guys. Later. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to end this special edition. Uh, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, like I said, this is a, this is one of four special editions that we're doing uh, to get our Watchpoint podcast kind of started. Uh, the next ones we'll we'll talk about the defenders. That'll be the next one, and maybe we'll get a bit more into the backstory of each one. Yeah, that, yeah, that that'll be pretty cool. So uh, you know, we'll do that. Uh, in the meantime, you know, if you listen to this, you may enjoy some of our other podcasts. We have uh, a podcast on World of Warcraft called WoW Talk that is every other Tuesday. Uh, we have a podcast on Destiny, which is also every other Tuesday. Uh, we have a podcast on the fighting game community and fighting games in general, and that is the first uh, Tuesday of every month, or first week of every month, sorry. Uh, So, you know, you can check all those out. All of our podcasts are on iTunes. They are on Overwatch for iOS. 
on Overwatch for iOS, Overcast for iOS. They are on Stitcher Smart Radio, SoundCloud, Player.fm, and Pocket Casts. You can also just catch the RSS feed if you uh, have some type of RSS player that you enjoy using and you don't use all those others. So yeah, you can join us there. If you enjoyed this podcast, let us know. You know, give, send us some comments. Uh, if it's on iTunes, if you're on iTunes, you know, give us a little feedback there. Rate us five stars. You know, we'd yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you can uh, follow us on twitter.com slash MTB site. We are on facebook.com slash smash those buttons. And we are on youtube.com slash smash those buttons. You have a Twitter, Jason? Uh, I, I think I have a Twitter. I haven't logged into it in uh, many an eon. So it doesn't matter. You shouldn't give it out of here if you don't use it. <laughs> so I, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at underscore J-A-A underscore. So it's underscore Ja underscore. You can follow, find me there. And uh, we very soon, probably next week, we are going to have uh, our second special edition up for you guys. For, if you want to listen in on what we have to say about the Defenders. Uh, but like I said before, thank you for listening, and we will catch you guys next time. Take it easy.